everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Truths We Hide podcast. Today's guest is Aperna Ben-Katraman. I hope I said that right because we just tried to practice it like five times. <laughs> but um, she is the founder of Beauty and Parenting. She is a parent coach, a motivational speaker, a meditation teacher, and essential oils educator. So I'm super excited to hear about all these things because I know that it'll hit one of us in a different way. So thank you so much for being on here, and I can't wait for you to share your story. Thank you so much for having me, Annette. I am uh, I'm really excited to be here, and so. With everything that I do, I know it's, it's a mouthful of all the things that I do in life, but my focus for families in helping them feel more flow and joy and ease in their lives, I really help them to find fun ways to practice self-care with routines that are more consistent on a regular basis so that they're able to have the energy that they need for, for their families and also for themselves too. And so with meditation, you know, finding time to be present and quiet really reflects on in the family life, um, being able to hold that space for your family. As children are really sensitive and I know that they pick up on a lot of our own energy. So just finding that quiet time, um, I think is one of the biggest things that I work with families on right now. And so a little bit of my, my background and my story is I've been helping families for the past 15 years over pretty much over half my life for in a lot of children's hospitals, a lot of nonprofit organizations like the Boys and Girls Club, uh, Child Advocacy Center for children who've been abused, and a lot of, yeah, a lot of like cancer units, a lot of neo neonatal units, premature babies. And also, uh, I used to be a toddler teacher, an infant toddler teacher in preschools too, in a couple of places in Pittsburgh and here in my hometown of Morgantown, West Virginia. And it's just fun because I, I've worked with children of all ages, obviously babies through up to like 25. And uh, there's nothing that surprises me anymore about working with families. I've worked with families who are dealing with issues with poverty, families who are on the um, you know, higher, higher level um, of which having a bit more privilege and just seeing, seeing the levels of stress that, that are, you know, that are uh, out there. And, just knowing that when we stop and pause and take that time to actually own what we want in life, sit with what we want, own it, then we're able to better find that direction for ourselves too. And so my backstory is that I was born a really premature baby and I was in the hospital for four to six months and I had a lot of complications and um, I grew up being really dealing with a lot of anxiety and depression. Actually, I was really sensitive to my surroundings, which I only honestly figured out in the past maybe five or six years of being on my own inward, quiet, spiritual, mindful journey um, and, and studying, you know, studying psychology, studying social work in my life. I, um, I really realized that, you know, a lot, of the, a lot of the anxiety and depression came from living in a stressful household. Um, having parents who were stressed out all the time, uh, dealing with others' expectations, going through a lot of bullying, and then there's the you know the traditional academic pressure, the pressure to um, compete with your sibling. All sorts of things can come up or compete with other people in various ways. As I I had a lot of extracurricular activities like dance and piano, and they filled me up, but I just wasn't able to focus fully on them because I. Uh, was so 
I felt so much pressure to, you know, to, to be pretty, to, um, you know, to stand out and do well and, and get awards and, you know, do well in my classes and be great at my, you know, be great at my extracurricular activities. And just that I wasn't able to quiet my mind and quiet my inner self. Uh, I didn't sleep well at night. I didn't have a self-care practice. I wasn't, you know, it was not until maybe five, six years ago that I started meditating and actually really getting into the practice of sitting with myself. And, you know, I went off of, I was on antidepressants for 10 years and I was seeing therapists all that time in various places from, you know, high school through um, adulthood. And I wasn't able to uh, really just be, be all there for myself. And so I went on to deal with a lot of um, toxic friendships unhealthy romantic relationships, a lot of seeking that validation that I didn't really get from others growing up. And um, it's a really huge practice. So that's why I, am, I teach what I know. So I teach about honing a positive mindset, working on finding gratitude in life, especially right now with what's, ho what's, what's happening with the pandemic and um, everyone's routine shifting and things coming up that are really stressful, you know, just Today we went and we ordered takeout and, you know, there's, it's a process. Everything is now an extra process. It's, you can't just go outside and, you know, and I actually, I honestly had a friend, um, a lovely elderly friend come to me today and tell me that she's been, she and her family have been dealing with COVID, you know? And so it's one of those things that it, uh, you know, every day, every day is a new day and, um, we have to find some sense of gratitude, some sense of um, really sitting there and being with, being with the people that we're with, being in the passion and in the work that we're doing and being there for ourselves. Because we can, we can get so wrapped up in the stress of it, but I know for me personally, for myself, if I'm focused on the emotional attachment to everything, then I'm, I'm not able to have that energy and be there for others too. And so when I'm working with a parent virtually or even, you know, locally in person, as I was doing, I, they'll always come to me for something with their children or something with their spouse or just something that's been you know, going on, whether it's a baby who can't sleep or a toddler who is biting and throwing tantrums or a teenager who's just going through a lot of relationships or, you know, their own routines and things like that in school. And, uh, you know, we'll work through those things, of course, but I always have to wonder how the parent is doing, how they're taking care of themselves, how they're actually, and, you know, effective communication is a huge part of what I do, how they're actually um, responding verbally and non-verbally. And I teach this a lot in different webinars and sessions, that ability to, uh, you know, hone your presence and hone your sense of confidence and be mindful of how you are projecting yourself in the world how you are projecting yourself uh, to your family is really important, especially if you are at home with your family all the time right now, you know, how you're able to show up. And so through all of this, I'm doing this without providing strict guidelines for parents. I don't want to create more stress for them, right? I don't want to add on a whole new thing that they have to do. They feel like they have to do, and then they, they decide they don't want to do it. Or they don't have the energy to do it. And it becomes, that becomes a stress in and of itself too. And so, creating things that are quick and most effective that they intrinsically love to do. That's, 
a huge part of self-care. Your self-care should be something you love, mm-hmm. something you love to do. And, um, and yeah, that's just, that's, so that's just basically my spiel of, of everything that I do and why I'm here in the world right now at this time too. No, I really love that. And I appreciate that because it is so hard for parents who have, I just have my one son at home, my other daughter is in college, but to have the kids around you every single day and you're trying to find that balance in this big change to keep them occupied, but to not lose your sanity. And so I always, I don't, know what I would do so I you know what what do you tell well you just mentioned you would you try to help them um with their own self-care trying to find that time you know what do you how do you find that time when you're with the kids I don't know 8 a.m to 8 p.m you know do you yeah that time or yeah I mean like I said I obviously don't recommend like the same thing to every family every family has a completely different schedule now you never you know I never um, I never know when someone's going to get back to me especially right now because everyone's days their work and school and everything is all in one right Mm -hmm. and so for some parents it is their quietest time is before is bedtime right their quietest time is bedtime Um, you know they'll take care of their children sit down and um, help them to sleep and then they'll have their own time Mm -hmm. sometimes it's a couple minutes in the shower in the mornings yeah. too sometimes it's um you know while they're having their morning coffee or breakfast or something just finding those you know incorporating quiet time into those times you already use and then finding ways to flesh that out if you um you know if you and your children like to be in the kitchen together finding those times where you can have fun cooking together mm-hmm. or sit and have a meal together and actually just you know there are definitely so many ways you can sit and discuss things you can you know some parents some families have a gratitude jar some families use different cards or different topics to talk about some others just talk about what they're eating obviously or any anything that comes up but just finding those ways to not make things as stressful um, as they could be and so yeah I mean that's that's what I recommend every day every day is different it sure is yeah so whenever I mean if you can get it in I recommend you know I mean I don't even recommend anymore like a certain time period because it just it it varies for people and some people just need like five minutes or something and that's it. They're good for their day. Other people need like an hour of a virtual online Zoom uh, group meditation, which I do a couple of days a week with others now. I, that's how I also take care of myself besides doing that because I like having that just as much as I like coaching, right? I love having that outside person to also help me too. And, and in some way, I'm also supporting someone else's work as well and their passion and creativity. So that's what I would say. Just do, you know, do whatever you can. I mean, if you want to, you know, we may not be driving around much anymore, but if you want to get in the car, turn on, you know, um, outside, turn on some tunes and just kind of sit there and have that quiet moment, then, you know, whatever, whatever works for you, you know, don't be, as I've always said, you know, don't be afraid to um, take that extra time for you. I know, you know, you could be in the bathroom and need that extra moment and the children will be outside the door and, but just, you know, finding ways to just take that time for yourself. Right. Otherwise you will f- end up finding ways to lash out and it'll come out in different ways. You won't be able to sleep. You know, you won't be able to focus. I've had those days where I was so focused on something else, something not going right in my life that I ended up making other mistakes in my day. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Yeah, I'm sure you can. I'm sure you can understand that. So yeah, that's that's what I would say, honestly. No, that is. I mean, those are important important things to think about. It's take even. I know with me, sometimes in the morning I get up and I I even just walk outside, right outside the door, and I just sit there to drink my coffee because yeah. I just needed to like get some air or stare yeah. out at the street or, or even yeah, yeah. your heart is okay. something different, you know. And, yeah. Uh, you mentioned going out in your car. My daughter actually told me today her roommate decided to eat her dinner in her outside in the car yesterday mm -hmm. because she just needed space. You yeah. know, they're stuck in that apartment and they can't go to school and it's all online. And, you know, there's four girls living in this one place. So it's, they need an outlet. And yeah. I'm glad that, you know, maybe she needed to go to her car and eat. And, you know, my daughter stays in her room, but she needs to get out sometimes as well. So it's like, how do you, you know, you're trying to help them and then you're trying to help yourself. And, you just need to reinforce the finding time for you, whether it's sitting in your car or sitting in your room, whatever, listening to music, being with your dog. I think it's yep. these little things that you take for granted that now you have. Now you have, absolutely, you have, yeah. And you yeah. need to appreciate it. And so I, yeah, I might, my 17 year old son here, and I know he's going a little bit stir crazy. So we've been mm -hmm. trying to, you know, bring him in the kitchen every now and then to learn how to cook something else, even though he's like, well, yeah. I know how to cook. Well, okay, cool. Let's, let's do this then together. And yeah, you know, you, yeah. all these life skills that you have to, you have to be creative. <laughs> yeah. That's homeschool, right? Definitely homeschool. It's so hard and he gets frustrated by mowing the lawn or cooking or, and I know years from now he'll appreciate it. It's, it's right now that I'm, I'm trying to keep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. I, I also recommend things like, uh, you know, a lot of parents are into their kids learning yoga, learning some more sensory activities. I, you know, educate others on essential oils and there are things you can do to create, create your own blends, create your own kinds of products that are really fun, you know, creating collage art, um, Play-Doh. A lot of people right now, this spring season, they're starting to plant their own little gardens. Oh, yeah. Actually having their own little home gardens is fun. So anything, this is what I talk about a lot, actually, in interviews with, with families is, Anything that's a sensory activity, you're using your senses, you're using your hands. In meditation sessions, I, you know, place one hand on the heart, place one hand on the belly, and just tap into, um, when you're tapping into and actually physically touching your own body, that helps you to regulate, that helps you to self-regulate, that when you're doing it with your family, you co-regulate, right? And so that, that really helps to relieve that sense of tension. So, I mean, there are exercises like, you know, taking placing a hand on a heart and a hand on the belly, taking a nice inhale for four seconds into the belly, and then making kind of a whistle O shape with your mouth and kind of um, exhaling that out. Mm -hmm. So the longer you exhale that out, the less, um, well, you're going to feel less stressed, but it'll really push out and relieve a lot of that stress mm -hmm. and really help to relax the body. So if your child is feeling really wound up, they can, you know, like they're inflating a balloon, just kind of take that breath and then exhale and deflate too. And so that's a lot of what I recommend. You can also place um, a couple of fingers or the palms of your hand on your belly. Mm -hmm. When you're feeling wound up, when children are feeling wound up, they're feeling a lot of energy in their belly. A lot of that, you know, that, and it also, it actually honestly also could be hunger. It could be um, dehydration. It could be a lot of things. 
but when you know when we're feeling wound up you know just placing having that time where you're placing your hands on yourself giving yourself that comfort is um just a really really nice practice it's a nice practice to do because we can get so tuned into you know music on our headphones looking at uh, looking at phones looking at social media screens the, the things we have to remember for our assignments all sorts of things in our day our calendar that we forget that our bodies are really great tools to help us relieve stress too so i mean there's what you know that i'm looking at everything in your in your background too there's a variety of things that you um that we have and also knowing that sometimes just you know sitting and being sitting and being is enough too so i know it's a struggle for families to um find things that work and everything too and and always you know and, and feel like they have to uh, keep it together. But just, you know, sometimes just sitting with your child, honoring how they're feeling, asking them how they're doing is just, is a really nice, lovely practice too. Sometimes that's all what we, that's what we need. It's just someone to text us or phone us or just sit with us and ask us how we're actually doing. That is true. Cause we spent so much time of the day you know, giving orders and having them sit down and do homework and all this mm -hmm. stuff that you have to take a minute and ask them how they're doing because we forget about that. That we're so yeah. busy keeping them busy. But if you just take a minute and, and even have them draw it out or color it out or yeah. there's so many ways to express your feelings that they can uh, sing it out too. I know yes. I have a lot of friends and a lot of parents whose kids have such um, lovely creative abilities too i loved art as a child i love singing and um, i learned some piano and sitar as a child but but you know there's i mean i have a friend who her husband just launched a um, comic comic book drawing course online too wow um, to draw some heroes and villains because he's a comic book artist and his um his physical business in the philadelphia area is closed so he decided to create an online course and actually just keep on showing those skills and also need the link to that later, but yeah. it's, um, it's just like, you know, just finding those ways to just kind of hone your talents, you know, hone your talents and do that. And like, like you said, you know, we, we are tuned into being so busy that we also, after a work day, after a school day, 3 PM rolls around, we need that de-stress. We don't have that commute anymore. Right. To de-stress, no school bus ride home, no car ride, um, or train ride or whatever bus back. So, having that quiet time at the end of our day, I recommend it like three o'clock, four o'clock PM when we're kind of done with our day to just sit down, you know, have a beverage, have a snack, take a walk outside. It's a great time when a lot of people here go for walks, but just um, finding that time for yourself to de-stress. And yeah, the, you know, that, I think you can agree that's, that's a huge time when a lot of people are just, you know, they're done for the day and they're not used to talking with people more and more, right? Right. How was your day, right? <laughs> On the commute home always. So I can definitely, I definitely understand that. Yeah. I, um, I wanted to talk just a minute about essential oils because I've been using them for years and there's something about them that relaxes me, whether mm -hmm. I use them or I have one that I use specifically on my stomach when I get upset and it's um it's pretty powerful so can you talk a little bit about your experience with it how long have you been doing that i've been using oils i started using oils in 2016 right after i went through a huge transition 
period for six months where I, uh, my grandmother passed away and I uh, moved back here to my hometown and changed jobs and left, a, and also left a, um, a relationship. And it was important to me to um, create my own meditation practice and also also, you know, a friend suggested me to me to try out essential oils. And so she gave me, she said, you know, what are you working on with your spiritual practice? And I was working on with the chakras and the energy centers of the body. I was working on finding that sense of security and actually um, creativity and confidence, I will say, the lower three chakras. And so I was just needing that, that new, um, you know, I thought it was fun. I wanted to use essential oils. And I wanted some, some new kind of sensory experience for myself. I'm super into plants. I have, you know, you can see here, I have plants and things in the background. We live here in the mountains in West Virginia, but um, I needed something to help my body and my mind feel less anxious and to help me with, you know, moving out of that state of the unknown. And so Obviously, I work with different areas of essential oils for I use it in my, you know, for sleep, I use it in my skincare, um, I help families use it to relax, to find that mental alertness and focus um, in their wellness and in their immune support too. Mm -hmm. And there are, you know, and, you know, sharing, sharing it with my own family and friends and I've helped others who were uh, dealing with like substance abuse recovery too. I've helped a lot of university students here who are going through that and just needing that, um, that extra component to, you know, shift their vibration, mm -hmm. shift out of what they're feeling for the day and just find that, so, that sense of um, how to regulate mm -hmm. as well. So um, those, are main, those are really the main ways that I love to use oils. And I, I mean, I, could sit there and talk all day about essential oils. I, there's just so, there's, yeah, I, I use probably about 10 a day. I use a couple in the morning, um, a lot at night to help me sleep. I've found that I'm not, I'm not somebody who diffuses much. I'm someone who actually just massages it into my body mm. or inhales it. That's just like, I think my, my body just physically like really loves that. Mm. It's a nice, that's a nice, you know, that's a nice um, practice as well. It's just taking that time for yourself and just, you know, adding an oil to a body lotion and just massaging it into your skin, even if you're, you know, even when you're not like, you know, having a physical issue or something like that going on too. Mm -hmm. So, there, I mean, yeah, what, what would you like to, what would you like to know well, more I'm, about it? I'm sure, I'm sure there's so much because there's, you could get into yeah. blends, you can get into, I could get into you could get into, yeah. <laughs> I know there's, there's so much. I just wanted people to, because I try to, some people don't believe in it and, and that's okay. But yeah. um, I just, I love that you do that, that you educate about it because I use it myself and I've, yeah, kids use it sometimes as well. But um, it's, it's a beautiful, it's the one thing that I love to do with others is to help them. I love sitting with a box of oils or sending them a bunch of samples and helping them to creatively just hone their intuition mm -hmm. and feel called to use what they use because I um, I don't always know what somebody needs. And so working with the emotional properties, I have resources that talk about the emotional properties when oil, um, talk about, you know, whether it's for communication, whether it's for, um, you know, mental alertness or something that's going to be really healing for you. Just finding something that works best for you. I've, I've met a lot of 
um, a lot of men in my life, a lot of male friends here who are really drawn to peppermint oil. It's a really invigorating oil. It keeps you alert, but it's also an oil um, that helps you have a more buoyant heart. Mm. And so that'll help you if you're going through a lot of healing, um, if you're needing that emotional support, then it's something that's a, it's a, you know, it's one of those really versatile oils too. You could use it in, in cooking as well. Um, but that's, you know, that's something, you know, I have to educate families on the effectiveness on the safety, on the guidelines, especially you know parents who have babies, little young ones too, mm-hmm. on the best ways to use them. I generally recommend you know to start out with a few. Um, take you know inhale whatever you'd like to. If it, if you don't feel called to use it, then um, you know come back to it later. Whatever you want to do, you can take a toothpick and dip it into the bottle and use this less than a drop if you need to because oils are so potent. Mm-hmm. And so. Um, you know, using it with a carrier oil that calls to you. I love argan oil. Mm-hmm. That's a really lightweight oil, especially it's great for the skin too, if you're using it on there. You can test it for children on the inner elbow. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, test it for 24 hours, see if there's any kind of reaction, those kinds of things. And so just use, you know, use whatever feels called to you. I use the doTERRA brand. I am really invested in the humanitarian aspect of the company. I've gotten to help children and teen girls in Kenya, in India, in Russia, in a lot of places, getting to help a lot of laborers who source these oils and help to create these oils from different parts of the world. Having that shared experience of finding an oil from India, where my family is from, and getting to show them sourcing videos, talk about um, the cultures, and those oils too is a really nice bonding experience for my family and I too, because they, you know, they've been getting into oils as well. And um, just playing around, like I've had a lot of times where I've massaged my mom who is going through some physical experiences or whatnot too, and just having that bonding moment. I know at bedtime, a lot of parents love to massage oils into their children or the kids love to have a roller and roll it on, their, you know, have it rolled on their spine. It just feels really good to them too. Yeah. When you're not feeling well, just having that new connection to your body feels really good to you. So I just urge you to play around with it. Use um, use whatever, you know, whatever oils you feel called to use, whatever brand, but I'm here if you have any questions for sure. No, thank you for sharing that. I love doTERRA as well. I've been using them for five years, so I really believe in that, and, uh, yeah, a peppermint's my favorite. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah, no, thank you for sharing that. I, I encourage the listeners to just try it out, test it out. You might find something you like, and, um, it, it really does help. So, but, um, for well, sure. Yeah. Can... And I, I also, I also, by the way, I also do offer free like 30 minute consultations with others if they want to just learn more and have questions. And just because, you know, I obviously send out samples, but just because I always want to just educate others as much as I can too. And so having video chats or phone chats, um, just really having that conversation and honing in on what what kind of emotional experience they're having, what kinds of things they would love to incorporate into their lifestyle is really fun for me to do. That's awesome. Thank you for that. Yeah. Where can uh, people find you if they want to connect with you on any one of these topics? Yeah, you can find me at beautyinparenting.com, all one word. Um, You can reach out to me at Beauty and Parenting on Facebook and Instagram. And all my contact information is... um, is at beautyandparenting.com. I also have a, an online conference 
that I'm putting together with so many other parent coaches and experts called uh, Revolu Revolutionizing Parenthood. It launches on Saturday, April 25th, coming up soon. And it's a completely free conference that was supposed to be held in Philadelphia next weekend. Um, but it is a completely free conference we are offering to families uh, all over. And we will have so many workshops, uh, digital worksheets, some how-to videos, a lot of videos from our sponsors who have products, food products, all sorts of things for families. And so you can go, to, you can go and register at revolutionizingparenthood.com and you'll have lifetime access to all of our recordings and everything else. That's amazing. Sure, a lot of people are going to want to do that. And I'll yeah, I'll be, I'll be sharing, actually, I'll be sharing more on that, on uh, breathwork techniques and essential oil pairings, actually, okay. in that, in that, and all about fun self-care. So that's, if you want to learn more about oils and things like that, go ahead and watch that. Yeah. It's wonderful. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story and for doing everything that you do, because I know that it's needed absolutely needed out there and i will share this information in the show notes and yes thank you again for everything no thank you thank you again so much Anna. and i just wanted to say really quickly i also um if you're listening to this in april or maybe the beginning of may i have some really special rates going on for private coaching and for private meditation sessions that i offer for 30 minutes or an hour and so we get to work one-on-one -on, -one on um, any areas of focus that you're needing right now, any areas of stress, and how I can support you through self-care or communication, whatever's going on with your family. And so I'm happy to do that as a service right now because I know we're all, a lot of us are having a budget right now with what's going on and taking care of ourselves. So I'm happy to be of service in that way to you all. That's perfect. Thank you so much for offering that. You're welcome. Thank you so much again, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you so much for having me, Annette. Of course. Thank you for listening to the Truths We Hide podcast created by A Wild Ride Called Life. To find out more about our mission, visit www.awildridecalledlife.com.